Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. While I was off last month, Gareth was chatting to Isabel, Isabel Kavner, president of the Students' Union at MTU uh, Cork, and they had problems with transport and problems with parking and a number of other issues, and she went through the details uh, with Gareth while I was away. There's been some progress, quite an amount of progress, actually, Isabel, uh, and I want you to go through it for me. But first of all, recap the problems that you had. Good morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good, good. Um, so I suppose what we were protesting about really was obviously from the government side, like a lack of student accommodation, which obviously has a domino effect on more people have to commute from far journeys with their cars. So more people are driving. So there's more traffic on the road. So that's something for the government to deal with, you know, dealing with those pressures and those issues, improving the public transport because students feel like they have to drive because either the buses don't go from their towns or when they do, they're infrequent. They frequently drive past people if they're standing out in the rain and then there was the obvious domino effect then on MTU where there's more cars so there's not enough parking for all the cars people were getting clamped left right and centre people were trying to park wherever they could just to make an exam and so I suppose we were outlining all these issues along with infrastructural issues such as it's great to see all the buildings being built but I suppose students felt like that the current students were being forgotten about when it comes to building and improving seating and everything like that so that was basically what it was about in a nutshell. Yeah 24 4th of October, you, you has all walked out, as it were. Now, yeah. you sent me a, a document last evening on your progress. Start with Park yeah. and Ride has been agreed. Yeah, so we met with the college on Tuesday this week. And to be fair to them now, I must say they came with a lot of solutions, as did we. It was a very proactive meeting. And I suppose the biggest biggest win was the park and ride. So they're going to do a p- pilot park and ride service and it'll be in place for semester two this year, nice. which means it'll be in place when students return in January. And then the park and ride service will be in place from September, semester one next year. So the new round of students that come will have access to it as well. And it'll run from the Curraheen Greyhound track and uh, more details to follow. Oh, soon of course, on they have a good have car park there, there don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So That's we would fantastic. Love to hear that. Clamping start, on anyway. campus, gone? So it's suspended at the moment, currently, um, except for when, obviously, if a car is blocking an emergency service vehicle or causing an obvious obstruction or where a vehicle is parked overnight without permission. Okay. 
just because we noticed that since there's new student accommodations dotted around the college, they've failed to input parking areas themselves. Mm-hmm. So a lot of students obviously have to park wherever they can. So they've been leaving their cars overnight in MTU, which obviously is causing a knock-on effect for students trying to park in the morning. Then, mm. Yeah, people were coming in really early. And another one of your issues was you couldn't get a bite to eat in the canteen. That's been addressed. Yeah, so the seating in the canteen as well. Um, So first of all, people were saying that because they have to come in so early due to the lack of parking, they have to park their car early. So they'd love for somewhere to go and even heat up a breakfast or something like that themselves. So the canteen will now be open. at The doors will be open from half seven, which actually started this morning. Um, It used to be open at quarter past eight, so that's a big difference. Um, And also, they're also committed to revamping the West Atrium, which is the overflow canteen. Currently, it's just chairs sprawled around the place. The space isn't really used utilised efficiently so they've committed that they're going to revamp that in the coming months as well This has been a very productive meeting you had the other night Now another gripe was that while the public transport services are there they don't go close enough they're not frequent enough you wanted you wanted more on campus bus stops or close to campus bus stops I suppose, yeah, that was another one of the things. We have a bus stop on campus, but the problem is that the buses that go to it, only the 205 stops on campus. And when we were doing our walkout, we actually staged a blockade in the car park where the highest authorities parked their cars in the morning and we were watching the bus as it was coming in and the 205 was heavily full at quarter past eight. So, you know, there should be two buses at least running at these peak times to ensure that students can come to college and that the bus isn't driving past them. So I suppose MTU has committed to the formal liaison with with the Transport Infrastructure Ireland, the NTA and Bus Erin, with the aim being to increase the frequency of bus service at peak times and the provision of additional bus capacity at the on-campus bus stops. And obviously this liaison will include demands for both Bishopstown and Ringeskiddy areas. And they've also committed to extending the bus shelter that's on the MTU campus. So during, I think it's during the summer, they're going to be, um, the NTA or Bus Erin are going to be making that bigger so that when students are trying to wait for the bus because there's huge queues and that they'll have somewhere to stand in out of the rain so that's another Mm. good thing as well what's this about a commuter bus service then a privately privately operated i imagine but but coming in from towns where where people to get the college that isn't currently supplied by by regular buses Yeah, so this is still in the works with the college, but they're basically working with a company to explore the possibility of direct commuter bus services for students linking nearby towns and it would be managed through a booking app then. You know, I think it's the way we're going is managing it through apps and then you can gather how much numbers are going to use it and promoting it properly. And I think because students are finding it hard to get from nearby towns because there's so many bus stops in the middle of it and there's so much traffic on top of it. So to have, let's say, a bus that runs straight from Cork City straight out to MTU with no stops would be a massive help for students to get to college in the mornings. What would also be very handy, because I know you were, um, people were complaining when Gareth was talking about this, that look... I might get in on the bus, but if I get a bus, then I'm late for my first lecture. And there's no consideration that I was on a bus or trying to get a bus. Now, part of that argument might be is about getting an earlier bus. But for people who can't have an earlier bus or there isn't an earlier bus for them, what's happening with the timetables? 
Well, MTU have also committed to including travel as a consideration when they are processing timetables, time including timetabling classes across the full week, because I know there are a lot of courses who maybe don't have classes on a Friday. Yeah. So it seems that all their classes are, are, are all meshed together Monday to Thursday. So I think if it was properly spread out across the whole week, it would create a massive ease on parking, on buses, because people would be going at different times. And I know myself, when I used to get the bus to college, it was either get the bus at half seven and be in the college for 10 to eight or get the bus at half eight and be in the college for half nine and miss my nine o'clock lecture. You know, it was a big difference. I understand. And I suppose now with the canteen being open at half seven, for me, all those years ago going in and having to be in for 10 to eight, it was I would have had somewhere to go. It would have made such a difference to my college experience. That was a very productive meeting. Has there been a time scale put on all these things to happen, Isabel? Well, the park and ride anyway is starting when students return after Christmas is what MTU have told us. And then the other the service will start again, obviously, when students return um, after in September. And then clamping is obviously currently suspended anyway. So that's done. Um, the canteen, as I said, from today um, is open from half seven. And also the library now opens on Friday nights until 9.45 and Sundays from 10 to 4, which was never seen before in MTU. That's already happened as well. Then another Mm. thing is um, a quiet space is being built um, in an IT corridor that was basically underutilised in MTU. It's called OITQIN and this renovation will be opening for students in January 24 and will include a quiet space for students to relax, meet with friends and study. So that's January. Uh, I have one last question for you, Isabel. Yeah. When are you in the Students' Union and all of your colleagues going to start running for the doll? Because, lads... Oh, I don't know. I don't know now would I be able to do that. <laughs> this, I mean, if all this works out as planned, this will be a massive... And as a former student union man in my own college time, and that's not yesterday, it was a great day's work from your students' union, Isabel. Yeah, thank God. And, you know, students, they really had their voices heard and they really came out in their forces and filled out our survey, really gave their experiences. And that really helped to get the message across because there's only so much we can do, but we really rallied together. And it was great that we were such a united force, all all thousands of us. We'll keep in touch and see if this stuff is implemented according to the plans. But good to talk to you. Isabel Kavanagh, president of the Students' Union at MTU Cork. They need to get into politics, these young people, because look at what they seem to have achieved with a couple of meetings and a walkout. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM.